All right, so let's learn. So the end of uh, the end of the parsha. So there's a few mitzvahs at the end of the parsha shlach. So the final, last mitzvah, last uh, piece of the sedra, is a famous one. It's the mitzvah of tzitzis, right? So we're familiar with the parsha. Right? Hashem says to my Shabbat, tell the Jewish people, they should wear, they should make tzitzis on the corner of their clothing. And on the tzitzis that's on the corner of their clothing, they should place psil tchelis, they should place a psil, a string of tchelis. Right? So that's the mitzvah of tzitzis. So we have a mitzvah, again, as we know, on the four, if a person wears a bag in the four corners, so you have the mitzvah of wearing tzitzis, and what is tzitzis made of? I guess that's the way it, uh, the way, you know, the mitzvah bishle musa is of two parts. You have what we call chute lovan, the white strings, and tchelis, and the blue strings. How much of each? Okay, so that's a well-known machalikas in Rishayim. You have three opinions. We're not going to go into it so much tonight, but just it's good to know. You have three opinions. The opinion of Rashi, Taisvis, Chachmi, Ashkenaz, that's pretty much, is that it's even. You have, uh, again, each, each corner is four strings, doubled over. So two would be Tcheles, and two would be Lovin. That's the sheet of Ashkenazim. Uh, the sheet of the Ravid is that it's three white, one Tcheles. So again, when you double it over, it turns into six white and two Tcheles. And the sheet of the Rambam is that it's seven and a half white and half Tcheles. Doubling it over... Right, that's so. It's double. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Three and a half, three and a half white, and one tchelas doubled over. Uh, six uh, was it? Seven, seven white, and one tchelas. That's the sheet of the Rambam. Okay. <coughs> but the kids are white and blue. Yeah, that's the. Uh, those are the strings of tchelas. Okay, of tzitzis. All right. So let's see. Uh, the, the, so we're going to go into a particular halacha regarding the white strings. As we're going to be talking about the white strings. And uh, we'll see from there, maybe window into the Pneumis of the Mitzvah Tzitzis, and Pneumis into bigger ideas about Yiddishkeit Bechlau. Okay, so let's begin like this. So in Marmokka number one, there is a uh, very interesting b'risa. The Gemara records in the Gemara Menachis, Mem Aleph and Mebez. The par- the, it's interesting, the, the, the sugis of Tzitzis are in Menachis of all places, Parakat Cheles. So uh, in that parak, it talks about it's really primarily talking about obviously Menachis, but B'derach uh, Agav it starts talking about Tefillin and, and Tzitzis and so on. So that's where t- that's where Tzitzis is. So the Gemara Menachis Memalaf and Mebeis records the following halacha: Talis, if you have a, a Talis, ain't poiter ba elamina, ain't poiter ba elamina. This is specifically talking about what we call the white strings. Again, whatever number it is, two. You know, two, uh, six, or seven, whatever the numbers of white strings are, ain't poitiba elamina. The only type of strings that you should use are strings that are of the same color as the baguette. Rashi, that's how Rashi interprets it. Rashi in the, in the brackets, imadumihi. So we call it white strings. Why do we call it white strings? Because the baguette that it's connected to is usually white. So it's white strings. But says Rashi in the interpretation of this price, imadumi. Let's say you're wearing a red, a red, uh, a red piece of clothing that has four corners on it. So again, you're still going to put tchelas. Tchelas is always going to be blue. That's not changing. That's what tchelas means. But the other strings that are not tchelas, what color are they supposed to be? They're supposed to be the same color as the baguette. So if you're wearing white, they're white. If you're wearing red, then they should be red. Imadumi, if it's red, for example, yataba shnechutin adum, and then put then put two strings that are red again. That's Rashi Shita. It's two and two. So you put two strings that are red, and then the other two strings are blue. The chain shargavan. It's true with all the colors. So again, we call it lavan again because uh, our begeds are usually lavan that we put tzitzis on. But anachanami, if you're wearing a, if you're wearing a red shirt, then the, then then they're not red. They're not white strings. They're red strings. If they're if it's green, then it's green strings. V'chulu. Now says the Mishnah, the Bryce interesting, let's say you're wearing a talus that's all blue. So obviously the talus strings are going to be talus no matter what. What about the other strings? So now they're going to be, they should be talus too. So says the Bryce, maybe talus, you put in the strings of talus properly, but the other strings, the, the so to speak white strings, get a different color. They shouldn't be talus. And you connect it, connect it on. So it should be dafka, different color, not the color of tchelis. <clears throat> Rashi says, again the brackets, you should put two strings 
in this baguette for tchelis, that's for sure. But the but the other two strings that you're putting on, pick a different color, not the color of tchelis. The alpha gab the high tchelis havimin kanaf. I in this case, blue is the color of the baguette, so make it all make it all tchelis. Says Rashi, what the Bryce is trying to say is afiluachi shnei minim beinan da'zlinu basaroif talisas. The pr- there's a primary halacha when it comes to what we call the white strings, which is that f- prim- fundamentally it's not tchelis. <laughs> that's that's step one. It's not tchelis. And step two, okay, so what is it? The color of the beged. But the primary halacha that you have to satisfy when it comes to the quote unquote white strings is that it's not tchelis. So therefore, in this, that, that's the primary halacha. Once it's not tchelis, okay, so what color should it be? Purple, green, whatever color the beged is. But First of all, it's not tchelis. So in this case, where the beged is made of tchelis, you have to fulfill the primary condition, which is the white strings are not tchelis. And once they're not tchelis, so in this case, there's not, you know, there's no, you, you can't go with the color of the beged, so you pick any color you want. That's what the Bryce is introducing us. That's the idea over here. That again, that there, what we're seeing now is a chiddush, that, that when we talk about, obviously, these two ingredients to make tzitzis, you have tchelis and lavan. So tchelis, what is, so the, so the, the strings of tchelas, we know what they are, the ingredient, that's called, they're tchelas. What is tchelas? So, by the way, we'll see in a second, tchelas is not just a color, by the way, it's also a material. Tchelas, the Gemara says, has to be wool strings that are, that are dyed with the, thank you, with the, with the, with the color of the chilazan, which is tchelas. So those strings, we know what they are. That's called tchelas. What about the other strings? So they're just not tchelas. So the, from this bryce, so we now have we now have more of a halachic definition of what these strings are. Primary condition, two conditions to be met to fulfill the mitzvah of the white strings. Condition number one, not tchelis. Not tchelis. That's condition number one. Condition number two, okay, once they're not tchelis, so what are they? What color are they? Okay, whatever color the beggar should be. If the beggar is tchelis, then okay, you have to just fulfill the primary condition, which is they're not tchelis. But if the beggar is some other color, then then you fulfill the mitzvah properly with the white strings by making them, first of all, not tchelas, okay, number one, and, and the, the same color as the, as the article of clothing. Again, we call them lavan because our, the beggar that we put them on is, is, is white, so maybe the strings are white. Where is this idea coming from that the, that the color of the strings should be the same color as the, the garment? So the Gemara doesn't record it openly over here, but Rashi does bring it down earlier on, and it's based on the pasuk that I read to you a moment ago. Again, the pasuk says, "Hashem says to my Shabbenu, tell the Jewish people, they should make tzitzis on the corner of their clothing." Fine. And then the pasuk says, and put on the tzitzis which are on the corner a string of tzitzis. Why does it have to say "ala tzitzis hakanaf"? The tzitzis that are on the corner of your clothing. It already said. The It says, make tzitzis on the corner of your clothing and put tchelis on the tzitzis which is on the corner of your clothing. We have to repeat the word on the corner of your clothing twice. The answer is, says the Gemara, hakanaf, the tzitzis, the tzitzis are being described as tzitzis hakanaf. The tzitzis of the corner. This is not just an indication of where they're placed. It's also telling you what color they're supposed to be. Hakanaf, min kanaf. They're supposed to be the same species, the same type as the corner itself. So if the corner is red, then they should be red. And you put the psil tchelis, the string of, of tchelis, on the, along with those strings as well. So when the Pasuk is defining for us what we call the white strings, so the, the definition is tzitzis hakanaf. They're described as the tzitzis that are of the same type as the corner itself. This is where the, the Gemara and the Halach also talks about this. Let's say you have a color, a bag made of many, many colors. So let's say, I mean, once, you know, the classic case that the Gemara talks about is, let's say, the clothing, the beggar itself is, uh, is green, the corners are red. So then what color do you do? So one of the things that the Gemara talks about, well, okay, the whole source is, sits is hakonav, the corner. Okay, so you go with the color of the corner. Okay, let's say the corner is uh, multicolored. Okay, so it's levedigazach. Uh, but that's, that's, that's what we do. Now this is... So yeah, so the, so the Gemara uses this also in terms of the, the material itself. In this context, it's also being defined as the color. This is actually possible in Shulchan Aruch, at least by the Mechaber. If you take a look at Marmokah number two, 
So you know the rest we'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll see later on. But Marmokin number two, this is Shulchan Aruch in Hanachasetzes Simintas If Hey. So the Machaber brings down this idea as Yesh Aimrim. Yesh Aimrim. There are those that say Shetzarach Lasis Hatzitzis Mitzava Talas that you have to make the tzitzis again the white the white strings. They should be the same color as the talus itself. And those that are medaktik in mitzvahs taka have that minik to make sure that again the chutei love and the white strings, so to speak, are really not they don't have to go white, but they have to be the same color as the begad itself. Now, just a little bit on the side, the reason why the mechaber brings this as a yesh oimrim, and the truth is I didn't record it, didn't bring it down because I don't want to make it too complicated. But the Ramah goes on to say that the minik of Ashkenazim is not to be mocked on this, and our akpad is that it always should just be white, regardless of the color of the begad. So it's a funny thing. There's an open brisa, like it's uh, pretty straightforward. So the reason why there's some debate about this brisa practically in halacha is because there's a different gemara elsewhere that seems to indicate that Rav Papa was not makpid on this halacha. So, uh, so okay. So that's why some rishonim say that maybe, maybe this, that maybe there's those that disagree with this brisa. So it goes back and forth. But the mechaber, at least this yesh oimrim that the mechaber is bringing down, is based on this. Uh, Bryce that we just mentioned, which Rashi definitely learns like this, that again, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of white strings, Lavdafka white, they have to be the same color as the begot itself. Again, in the case of where the begot is made of trellis, okay, then, then the, you, have to, you have to be more mocked on the primary definition, which is that the white strings are at least not trellis. So that's the primary definition. But once, but if, assuming that that's not an issue, okay, then you have to, def, then the definition of these strings are tzitzakonov. <laughs> They're the strings that are coming from the the, the attached look of the same color as the corner. That's the that's the halach. Okay. The problem is like this: there's a um, there's a smog. One of the rishonim, uh, one of the sefer mitzvahs hagadol. So he he quotes this gemara that we just mentioned, the Rashi's interpretation of the gemara, and again, this is a, a straightforward brisa, without seemingly any dissent. And the problem is the smog raises a question from a different Gemara that seems to ignore this halacha. Okay. And the smog doesn't, uh, without going to the cheshbainas, the solution for this other Gemara is not to say it's machlagis. So this other Gemara has to be accepted. You'll see in a second. So let me give you a background of what this other Gemara is coming from, and you'll see where the question starts from. The halacha is like this. As I said before, the treles is not just, the, the, the strings of treles is not just a color, it's also a type. Treles has to be made specifically of wool strings that are dyed treles. That's the halacha. The Gemara says in a few places in Menachas, treles imrahu. The treles is not, not just, it's not just a matter of a color, it also has to be tzemer, it has to be wool that's dyed treles. So the Gemara says like this, let's say you have a beged, a clothing made of linen, made of pishtan. So you want, and it's four corners, so you want to fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzis. So, no, so the white strings, you make white strings of linen, it's not a problem. But now you want to fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzis of treles. Well, treles has to be made of wool. So are you allowed to do that? It's shotness. It's wool and linen. So the Gemara says the, the principle is, we know from many places, asay, doicha, lois asay. So you have a lois asay, you're not allowed to wear shotness. But there's an asay in this case of fulfilling the mitzvah of tzitzis properly with treles. So I say, you're allowed to do that. Okay, that's the Gemara. So therefore, technically, such Allah is the truth, that if you wear a beged of linen, you're allowed to put on treles on such a beged. Ah, you're wearing shadness. I say, that's the Allah. Comes the Gemara in Yuvamis. Number three, the Gemara in Yuvamis, uh, oh, that's a mistake, Daf Gimel. The Gemara says in Daf Gimel, uh, is it a mistake? No, Daf Mem. No, I'm right. I'm sorry. Daf Mem. The Gemara says in Yavamas like this. The Gemara, uh, in Menachas, what am I talking about? It's been a long day. Gemara Menachas, the Gemara Menachas and Daf Mem Menal says like this. That is the Iker Hadin. That again, you wear a clothing of linen, you're obligated to put on Tcheles, Ayat Shadnes, Asay Dechales, Asay. The Gemara says that the Chachamim came and made a Gzeira to not do that. To not do that. That if you, that basically, not to wear a baggage of linen with four corners, because then you're going to be putting yourself in this position. Don't do such a thing. Don't do such a thing. Don't wear a baggage of four corners made of linen. Again, you know, nowadays we don't have tchelos anyway, whatever, you know, debatable, but most likely not. So, uh, so it's not such an issue. But in those days when you had tchelos, for sure, so if you, put your, if you put yourself in that position, it's going to be a problem. Don't wear a four-corner baggage made of pishtan. Why? 
So the Gemara says like this, Marmokka number three, it's the Gemara Menachas Mem Amr Aleph, Gezeira Meshum Klei Ilam. The Gemara says that we have, the Chazal made a decree of the following thing. We don't have a problem with Asayi Derech say. The concern is like this, there, Tcheles, you know, Tcheles are very expensive. It's made of wool and it's dyed with the Chilazin. Chilazins are rare. So there was a, um, you know, a black market, whatever it is, for fake Tcheleses. A fake Tcheles was called Klei Ilam. Klei Ilam is the same color as Tcheles, but it's not from the Chilazin. So the problem is like this. The guy goes to the store. He has a linen, linen piece of, uh, linen clothing, four corners. Okay, one of the fulfill the mitzvah tzitzis. So he goes to the store to buy trellis, and he's going to attach it on his clothing. The problem is, let's say he goes to a bad dealer, and the guy's not giving him, you know, he gets it out of the back of a van or something, so it's not the, there's no hechsher on it, so it's not trellis, really. What is it? It's kloilan. So now he's mamish wearing shotness. Now he's wearing shotness. So, because it's not, uh, it's not fulfilling the mitzvah, of, of trellis. So that's the problem. From a reputable place. Say it again? So just get it from a reputable place. Evidently, evidently, it was a serious, uh, it was a serious infiltration of, uh, of counterfeit trellis. Yeah, yeah, evidently. So, you know, so much so that, again, if it, it, listen, it's one thing for a person to walk around thinking that he's fulfilling the mitzvah trellis and he's not. Okay, you know, it is what it is. It's obviously not good. But now in this particular case, unless you're fulfilling the mitzvah trellis, you're violating shotness. So that's a big problem. So that's the Gemara. So Gezer Mishim Kloilila, and that's the concern. Therefore, we just avoid the whole thing. If you, we don't want to allow any more uh, shanas and sitzis, because it might be, if you might, you might not realize that it's counterfeit trelas, and you're not fulfilling the mitzvah properly. That's the Gemara. Gezer Mishim Kloilila. Says the Gemara, ask the Gemara's kasha, and the that's the concern. Okay, so let's say you're talking not wearing, so it's fake, it's counterfeit trelas. So what are you wearing then? So what mitzvah are you fulfilling then? Just the mitzvah of wearing white strings. Okay, so why can't the mitzvah of white strings be doicha the Isra Shatnas? So why are we getting so hung up that it's only treles that, that is doicha the Isra Shatnas? Again, the, the, why is treles, why are you allowed to wear treles even though Shatnas? Because I say, doicha say. Whenever you have an Isra of, of, of Shatnas, okay, but if, but if, but if there's an assay that, uh, that's, that, that you're fulfilling, so that assay overrides Loisa say. So over here, you're right. You're not fulfilling the mitzvah of treles. But you are fulfilling, at least, the mitzvah of lovin. Right? Why not? So why can't the mitzvah of lovin override the, mitzvah, the, the, the violation of treles? Let's say it will be white strings. Consider them white strings. No? Let's say you're putting in, let's say you have a, lin, a, a, a linen, in other words, the suggesting the following thing. You have a bagot of linen. Let's say nowadays you don't have treles. So all you have are white strings to put on anyway. So you have a bagot of, of linen. So you want to put on... All, all white strings made of wool. What's the problem? It's also say the to say. So let's say it's counterfeit treles. Let's say it's counterfeit treles. So it's not, so so it's like white strings basically. The mitzvah. So what are you fulfilling with those strings? You're not fulfilling treles anymore. But you are fulfilling something. What are you fulfilling? Mitzvah tzitzis of white strings. So let that mitzvah be doichel to say. What's the big deal? Oh, so says the Gemara, the answer is, the answer is as follows. The answer is that the only time an assay is is if only the only way to fulfill the assay is by violating the lois assay. So by, in this case, if you're fulfilling the mitzvah, treles can override shanas. You know why? Because treles has to be wool. But if you're just trying to fulfill the mitzvah of white strings, why are you picking wool? Pick linen. And then you're not getting involved with the Isr Shadnas. If you're picking Tcheles, so only Tcheles can override the, the Isr Shadnas. Why? Because Tcheles forces you to be involved with Shadnas. And then I say, it's say. But if you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of Tcheles and you're all interested in fulfilling the mitzvah of what? Of white strings, then what are you making yourself crazy with Shadnas? You can go to the next shelf and get linen. So therefore, says the Gemara, this is the principle. Again, the Gemara says, Kedirish Lakish, based on Rish Lakish. Um, Rish Lakish. The Rish Lakish said, Whenever you have a conflict between Nasei and Eloisasei, if you can avoid the conflict, if you can fulfill both, then Gavaldik. So in other words, so, and if you can't avoid the conflict, okay, then then Nasei overrides the Eloisasei. So in this case, when you're wearing the Begad of Pishtan, so if you're trying to fulfill the mitzvah of Tcheles, so Tcheles forces you to be involved with Shatnas already, because Tcheles has to be wool. Oh, so now I say is Deichel say. But if all you're trying to do is fulfill the mitzvah of white strings, 
then white string doesn't have to be wool, it could be linen. So there's no, there's no inherent conflict over here. So then it, you, the, the mitzvah tzitzis of white strings does not override the Isra Shabbos. So this guy, therefore going back to this case, the guy is thinking correctly. He's trying, he's going to violate the Isra Shabbos because he's trying to fulfill the mitzvah tcheles. But what he doesn't realize is that he's buying counterfeit tcheles. So it's true that, you know, worst case, okay, so know what's happening. All he's fulfilling is the mitzvah of white strings. But white strings don't have to be wool. So because they don't have to be wool, they're not, that mitzvah is not going to be doicha the of shadness. That's the sugi of the Gemara. Comes the smog and says, what's the Gemara talking about? That it should, you're, one second. What, what's the Gemara assuming? The Gemara is something like this. This guy goes to the store. He has a beged of pishtan, which is white. And he has two strings that are white. And he has two strings, he needs treles. He goes to the store and he buys blue strings. And he thinks they're treles. And he puts them on. Says the Gemara, well, there's a big problem because they were, if these were counterfeit treles, then he's wearing shotness without fulfilling the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, what's the problem? Let them be like white strings and let the white strings, so he's wearing them to fulfill the mitzvah of white strings and the white strings will be like the mitzvah of shotness. So has to say, no, because white strings don't have to be wool. Fulfill the mitzvah of white strings, what are you talking about? I thought Rashi, the Gemara, the, the Bryce has said, to fulfill, to fulfill the mitzvah of white strings, they have to be the same color as the baggage. Those, they're, they're blue. They might not be treilis, but they're definitely colored blue. They're not the same color as the beged. So what's the Gemara talking about? The Gemara is making an assumption that even if it is counterfeit, counterfeit treilis, in the very least, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of white strings. No, you're not. Because if it's not the same color as the beged, then you're not fulfilling white strings either. So in this guy, when he goes to the store to buy treilis and they're counterfeit treilis, he's not fulfilling treilis because they're not real treilas, but he's not fulfilling white strings either, because they're not the same color as the beggar. So what's the Gemara talking about? Seven out of eight are. So I mean, there's no, but that string that he's buying, that he's putting on his beggar, that's the wool. And so the Gemara is saying, the Gemara says, well, why should, that, that, that putting that string on the beggar should be okay, because in the very least, it's the white, it's, it's, it's the midst of white strings being doichet. That string would be a psal in the tzitzis? Yeah. In, other, in, the, in the first price that we saw, that the, that the definition of tzitzis, of the white strings, so to speak, is tzitzis hakon. If it has to be the same color as the beggar. If it's not the same color, it's basal. So in this case, the guy's putting on blue strings to a white beggar, and it's not treilis. So what's he doing? Nothing. He's not fulfilling the midst of treilis, and he's not fulfilling the midst of white strings either. So, so of course he's violating the Isra of Shadness. So what does the Gemara have to come on to say? No, no, no. Because the Gemara asking as a question, what's the big deal in this case? Why can't him? Why can't he wear the counterfeit treilas? Ah, he's not fulfilling treilas with that. He's fulfilling white strings with that, and white strings should be daichalais say of Shadness. And to that the Gemara says, you're right, but the mitzvah of white strings is not strong enough to be daichalais say because you don't have to be. It doesn't have to be wool. What are you talking about? White strings. He's not fulfilling the mitzvah of white strings. To fulfill the white strings, it has to be the same color as the beggar. This is not the same color as the beggar. It's not treilis and it's not loven either. So what's the Gemara talking about? Okay, so that's why I didn't. I, that's why I didn't read the rest of it. It's complicated. The Gemara then records a brisa that 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 contradicts this, which makes it a psal even with the yevet. So. <laughs> You'll take a look at the Gemara. The point is, when you take a look at the Gemara over there, you'll see in the Hemshech of the Sugya that this halacha, that the first Brisa quotes, is Likuva. It is Likuva. So that's the problem. If, if this halacha that has to be the same color as the white, as the Begit itself, is Mamash Tzma'akiv. So this counterfeit Trelas is not Trelas and it's not Lovin either. So it's, it's plain Shadness. The guy's just wearing Shadness without a mitzvah at all. Isn't that what the Shulchan Archa was alluding to? A little bit when he says that it should be the same color as the Talas and the Madat again, I know it's not. So that so that's fine. That's that's based on the previous halacha. The so this, this is where the smog is asking: this, if this halacha is true, that the tzitzis, that that part of the condition of white strings is not yeah. white strings, it has to be the same color as the beged. Then in this case of this gemara, this guy walking into the store to buy treils and it's counterfeit, he's not fulfilling anything. So so then it's certainly in a violation of shamans. What is it going to have to come on to shlokish and the what, what, there's no mitzvah going on when he's putting on wool on his baggage over here. So what's going on over here? That's the question. It's a very strong question on Rashi. And so much so that the smog goes on to say that he has to reinterpret the first b'risa in Maramukha number one completely differently to just, you know, to avoid this whole idea. It's a very strong question. Okay, so let's give a solution. 
In Marmokka number four, the, the, this is Taisvis, right in the beginning of that parak of Tchelis. And Taisvis you know, deals with the following, the following question. If you think about it, it's a pretty fundamental one. Again, we, from the very beginning, we've been talking about the mitzvah tzitzis is comprised of two parts. You have Tchelis and you have, let's, you know, to keep it simple, called Lavan. You know, Tchelis and Lavan. And let's say two Tchelis, two Lavan, uh, you know, uh, three Tchelis, one Lavan, uh, three Lavan, one Tchelis, whatever the, the breakdown is. So nowadays, let's say you don't have Tchelis. So how many strings do you wear? Eight strings of, of, of Lavan. If you, the mitzvah is, the mitzvah is, let's say again, let's say, keep it simple like Rashi and this, the, the tradition of Ashkenaz. The, the mitzvah primarily is four lavan and four tchelis. So if you don't have tchelis, how many strings should you wear? Maybe just four. What's this idea that you always have to have eight? You always have to have eight. It's just, you have to have eight and if it's four lavan and four tchelis. If there's two separate mitzvahs or two separate parts of the mitzvah, lavan and tchelis, then okay, if you have one, then you do one. If you don't have the other, then, then do the other. So why, why do the numbers have to, have to uh, you know, balance, balance for, you for, for what's missing with the other one? Take a look. So Taisu says like this. <clears throat> Can he quotes the Mishnah? This is, where the, this is how Perak HaTcheles begins. HaTcheles enim akeves is halavan, v'halavan enim akeves atcheles. Says the Mishnah, we have two mitzvahs, or two parts of a mitzvah, lavan strings, tcheles strings, and says the Mishnah, Tcheles is not makiv lavan. Lavan is not makiv tcheles. They're two separate mitzvahs. You can fulfill one without the other. You just have lavan, you wear lavan. You just have tcheles, you just wear tcheles. That's the way it is. So says Taisus like this. Mitzvah los is beis chudim tcheles. What the mission is hinting to, again, this is a tradition of Ashkenaz, that there's a mitzvah to what? To wear two strings of lavan, uh, of tcheles. Ubeis chudim lavan mitzvahs in two strings that are white. So two and two, or when you double it over, four and four. That's the sheet of, again, Rashi and Taisus. Umash Malachira, so says Taisus. When you read the Mishnah simply, the Lukhara will give over the indication. The Ainzamakiv is that that one is not makiv each other, meaning that if you just wear two strings of Lavan, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of Lavan. Or if you just wear two strings of Tchelis, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of Tchelis. So if you only have one type, you just wear two strings. And says Taisvis, this is not just the indication of that line, ki diktani, similar to the other line of the Mishnah. The Mishnah then goes on to say, Allah with tefillin, that tefillin shal yad, ain't makevish shal roish, and shal roish is not makev shal yad. That also, it's a similar thing, right? Tefillin is also like a mitzvah of two parts. So then says the Mishnah, yad is not makev shal roish, and the shal roish is not makev shal yad. What does that mean? It means that if you only have one type, you just wear that type. So that's how the Mishnah is talking about also. You have love and entcheles, you only have one, just wear that. That means, l'chayra, Says Taisus, probably it means that if you have just lavan, just two strings of lavan, just wear two strings of lavan. If you have two strings of tchelis, just wear two strings of tchelis. But says Taisus, avulakuntris pirish, but that's not what Rashi says. Rashi in that Mishnah says not like that. Rashi says what the Mishnah is trying to say is, benkach benkach, you have to have all four strings doubled over into eight. That's for sure. It just means iovid arbasan tchelis or lavan yatsa. It means that if you only have four strings of tchelis. Fine, and if you only have four strings of white, is also fine. But benkach benkach, you need four strings. There's no such thing as just having two. So that's what Taisus brings down from Rashi. Even though Taisus makes a point, like you could have thought not like that. The and says Taisus, Lamais the minig is like Rashi. You don't see people walk around nowadays if they don't have tchelas. You don't see people walking around with just uh, you know four strings. It's eight strings. Everyone has eight strings. And Taisus then, then goes on to say that even in the Gemara, it's, it's muhrach that that was the assumption that uh, even if you're missing w- one type, you're still walking around with eight strings. That's why the, in the previous Gemara that we quoted, the parach right? the guy that walks into the, ca- into the store to buy counterfeit, so the Gemara said, okay, let the, tre- the fake treilas let at least be loving. I mean, the Gemara is assuming that it makes sense that if you only have uh, one type, you're still wearing eight strings. So that's the that's the assumption. Okay, fine. So that's that's what Taisa's observation is. So from Rashi, Rashi is learning the Mishnah again, which is something that we take for granted. But if you think about it, it didn't have to be like this. That even though there's two mitzvahs, Lavan and Tchelas, and you, and each mitzvah is sort of standing on their own, but it but it and and eat and and primarily you have two Lavan and two Tchelas. But if you only have one type, then all four have to be that type. So it's four lavan or four tchelas. When you have them together, then it's two and two. But separate, then they, like, each one is four. <laughs> so that's what Taisa says, that's what Rashi learns, and that's the minute ha'ilam. 
Then Taisa says, okay, so how do we, where is this coming from? How does, where is this idea coming from? So the next paragraph, So you have to explain them. We know one. How, where, where do we know this idea from? That if all you have is lovan, or all you have is treles, that it's not enough just to have two strings of each. Right? And that's it. Why do, why, where is this idea coming from? That if you don't have treles, you have to have four strings of lovan. And if you don't have lovan, you have to have four strings of treles. Why? It should just be simple. Treles is supposed to be two. Lovan is supposed to be two. If you only have one... If you only have love, and then just put two strings of love. In. If you only have tchelas, put two strings of tchelas. What is this idea that you have to have four either way? V'shemah. <coughs> so Taisus comes up with the Chiddush. Mishum de Darshina. It's a new type of drasha. That the drasha is like this. It's elsewhere in Chumash. There's another Pasuk in, uh, where is it? Parshas Kisava, maybe the Pasuk. No, not Kisava. Kisay, it's saying. The Pasuk talks about the mitz- also the mitzvah of, of Tzitzis. And it describes in one sentence, Gedilim Tasalacha. Gedilim Tasalacha, Larba Kamfis Kasuscha, Asher Tachasaba. Gedilim Tasalacha, that you should make, I don't know what to say, a Gedil is like a, um, like a, 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 a grouping of strings. That's what a Gedil is, a grouping of strings on, your, on the corner of your baggage. That's referring to Tzitzis. So it says Tzitzis like this, Gedil Shnayim, Gedilim Arba. This is already a quote from Chazal, that the word Gedilim is plural, and even the singular of the word gedil, which is gedil, already gives uh, an indication of a grouping of strings. So gedilim is like this. So if it said gedil, it would tell you you need two strings. That's the two strings tied up together or wrapped up together, that would be a gedil. Gedilim means that you need four strings. So it's double, double gedil. And gedilim al-arva kamfes kazuzcha, it has to be on each one of the four corners of your beget. Tzitzis means gedilim, which is four. And says Taisvis, we're darshning from there, Arba, that you need four strings. Bein yesh min echad, bein yesh min. And whether it's one type, two types, no matter what, lovin and tcheles, you still need, at the end of the day, you need gedilim. You need four strings at the end of the day. So if all the type that you have is lovin, then four lovin. If all you have is tcheles, then make it four tcheles. But either way, we're introduced to this new halach, which is called gedilim, that ben kach ben kach, you need four strings. Okay. Now let's, let's, let's understand this conceptually. What we're seeing from Taisus is, is a chiddush, which means that when we think of the mitzvah of tzitzis, we think of it as comprised of two parts, lavan and tcheles. Well, then Taisus is, is, is raising a serious problem. Like, what do you mean? If it's lavan and tcheles, and lavan means two strings, that's the mitzvah of lavan. And tcheles, the mitzvah is two strings, tcheles, then if I only have lavan, then why am I, then, then all I need is two strings. And if I only have tcheles, I'm only doing two strings. Just like tefillin, shel rosh, and tefillin shel yad. These are two separate, two, you know, two different parts of mitzvah. You only have one, I do that one. What Taisus is telling us is, a chiddush, is that tzitzis is not just a composition of two parts called lovin and tcheles. There's behind the scenes, this third, more <coughs> encompassing yisoid, which is gedil and tasalacha, that tzitzis have to be four strings. So in, in, this idea of four strings is sort of the backdrop behind which we then frame the mitzvah of Lavan and the mitzvah of Tcheles. Therefore, when you have, so, so, so either way, there is this general mitzvah that what? That each corner has to have four strings. Each corner has to have four strings. Now, on top of that, there is specifics to what those four strings are supposed to be. So there's two should be Lavan, two should be Tcheles. But even if you're not having, if you're missing Tcheles, you backdrop, you still need four strings. But here, here's the aside. Based on this understanding, you can make the following suggestion. <clears throat> that when you, have, when, when you have four strings all together, <clears throat> so again, if, you're, if your fulfillments are properly, then two are white, two are lovin, and two are tcheles, so fine. Let's say you're missing one species, so you don't have tcheles, so you have to make now four lovin. Those additional two strings that you're putting on, why are you putting those additional two strings on? To fulfill the mitzvah of white strings? No. The mitzvah of lovan is two strings. Then the mitzvah of treles is two strings. So why is it that when you only have white, you're putting on four? Is because these additional two strings, you're not putting them on to fulfill the mitzvah of white. You're putting them on to fulfill another mitzvah, which is called gedilim tasalacha. So it's true. Let's go back. Rashi told us from that first price in Marmokka number one, there's a special halacha when it comes to the chutei lovan, the white strings, that even though we call them white, but the, really, the true definition is tzitzis hakanaf. The real definition is tzitzis that are the same color as the baggage itself. 
That's only true. That's a definition. That's a tonight. That's a condition. That's a de- defining factor in the strings that you're placing on the corner of your begot to fulfill the mitzvah of lava. But besides that, there's another. So, so, but that's only two out of the four. The other two strings that you're putting on are not there to fulfill the mitzvah of love. When you don't have treles, it's not the shot that the mitzvah of love and expands to four, to four strings. The mitzvah of love and is always still two strings. Why am I putting on an additional two to make it four? Not to expand the mitzvah of love and. It's a separate halacha called gedilin. So in other words, we were making an assumption. The assumption was that the mitzvah of love and is strings that are the same color as the begot. Okay. Well, and therefore, and that, that's, that's, that has to be. If it's not the same color as the begot, finish. You're not yet to the mitzvah of love. So comes a smog, and the smog gets the question. The Gemara says a scenario, the guy is going into the store. He has two strings that are white. And he's going in to buy treles, two strings that are blue. But the problem is, he doesn't realize, Nebuch, he's not buying treles, he's buying counterfeit strings. And they're really, they're purple, they're, not, they're, they're blue, they're not, they're not treles, right? So says the Gemara, okay, so in the very least, he's fulfilling the mitzvah of love. What are you talking about mitzvah of lovin? It's not treles because it's not real chilazin, but it's not lovin either. It's not the same color as the begot. It's, it's blue strings. The answer is, when he's buying, the, the smog was making an assumption, which is that when you don't have treles, the mitzvah of lovin expands to four. That's not the pshat according to Rashi. The mitzvah of lovin always is still two. I, so why am I making myself crazy to buy, to, to wear four strings right now if I'm only fulfilling the mitzvah of white? The answer is, not because the mitzvah of white without treles is now four strings. The mitzvah of white is always two strings, just like the mitzvah of treles is just two strings. But when you don't have treles, then you have a, then you, you, either way you have to have four strings altogether, not because of lavan, and not because of treles, but because of gedilim. And that additional halach of gedilim is not depending on the color of the begot, that, that, that idea of the color of the begot is halach when it comes to the white strings. So the white strings that you're fulfilling are the two white strings that you already are wearing. When the guy goes into the store, right, and he's buying blue strings, so he's not, it's not real tcheles, it's counterfeit, but he is fulfilling something. What is he fulfilling? The mitzvah of gedilim. Because the mitzvah of gedilim says you have to have four strings no matter what. Ah, it's not the same color as the begot. The halach of the same color as the begot, that was a din in lavan, in chutei lavan. In the midst of Tzitzit HaKonov. The midst of Tzitzit HaKonov is, is two out of the four, not all four. The other two that you're fulfilling is because the midst of Gedilun Ta'asalacha. Gedilun Ta'asalacha is something else. Gedilun Ta'asalacha doesn't even acknowledge colors. I'm not handling what type of ingredients. I'm not talking about Tchels versus Lavan. There's two dimensions, there's two layers to the midst of Tzitzit. There's one backdrop, which is Gedilun Ta'asalacha. There should be four strings in each corner. What kind, what color? Not getting involved. Gedil Tasalacha. And later on top of that, you have a mitzvah that's called Lovin and Tchelis. So on that layered mitzvah, it, and that layer on top of Gedilim, in that layer, so yeah, there's a condition of Lovin, which is that it should be the same color as the Begid. But that additional layer of Lovin is only two strings. And it always remains just two strings. The additional two strings that you have to put on are not an expansion of Lovin, it's to build the mitzvah of Gedilim. But Gedilim never, never cared what color it was to begin with. Any color you'll put on, you'll fulfill the mitzvah of Gedilim. You're not going to fulfill with any color the mitzvah of Lovan. But if you have two strings taking care of the Lovan part, then the other two strings, you'll take care of uh, Gedilim, whatever color you want. So that's exactly what the Gemara is talking about in, in that case. The guy goes into the store, right? And he buys counterfeit treles. So you're right, he's not fulfilling over there the mitzvah of treles. And you're right, he's not going to fulfill the mitzvah of Lovan with those strings. But he doesn't have to. Because those are just an additional two strings that he's putting on to fulfill the mitzvah of Gedilim. So therefore, ask the Gemara very simple. Why can't that enough be? Why can't that be enough of a mitzvah to be daicha? The Yisur and to that the Gemara says because you, you don't have to make it wool, make it another another species, and you won't be involved with shatnas. But the assumption the Gemara is making that there is a fulfillment of the mitzvah tzitzis by putting on an additional two strings that are not treilas, but it's also not the color of the beged. That's fine. I, it's not treilas, so it's not treilas, and it's not the color of the beged, so it's not love. And you're right. There's a, the, the only reason why you're even putting on more strings is because of Gedilin. And Gedilin doesn't care about a color. So as what we're seeing over here is a Chiddush, is that the Mitzvah Tzitzis is layered. Mitzvah Tzitzis are not just two parts mushed together, love and Tchelis. There's a backdrop that's called four strings of Gedilin. And then on top of that, the Tarek Desha gives another layer of Mitzvah, which is, and those four strings of Gedilin make two of them Lovan and two of them Tchelis. Happens to be love and Tchelis and Amak of each other. So if you only have Lovan, then fine, two strings of Lovan. If you only have Tchelis, two strings of Tchelis. But you still have to have Gedilin. So the other two strings, whatever you got, you use.
it still has to be again. It still has to be uh, within the, the the you know within the context of, of, of tzitzis. It can't be plastic. But in terms of colors, lovin and tchelis are the, the, the Indian of colors and specific you know materials in terms of of, of linen and wool and so on. That's the lovin and tchelis side of the mitzvah. The gedilim part of the mitzvah is unrelated to that. Before we were saying that not having the same color beggar would be considered a psul. Yeah. Why does the extra layer of gedilim take away that? Because the psul was only, we were making an assumption, which was a fair one, which is that all, the, all that you have comprising the mitzvah tzitzis is love and etcheles. So those additional strings that you're putting on, are, they got to be fulfilling something. Either they're fulfilling etcheles, which they're not because they're counterfeit, or then they're fulfilling the mitzvah of lovin, but it's not the same, it's not the same uh, type as the begot, so it's not lovin either. But now that we're introducing a layer behind the scenes, so then even if it's not treles, and it's not lovan, you are fulfilling something that's called gedilim. The psul was, was, was because, like, what is this? It's, it's not treles, and it's not lovan either. But now that's okay. Let it not be treles, and let it not be lovan. It's gedilim. That's also fine. That's where Rashi's coming from. That's the Yisrael of Rashi. Okay. How, how cool Theoretically. The other ones are gedilim. The other one is... The other it, one the, that it brings is the Gemara says maybe it's the Rachar. That, yeah. That one, that, that's like Skidilim and the Tchelis... Could be Al Skidilim, right. Rashi, if you said Lashem, Lashem, Lashem. Right, so the language of the Gemara is always Lavan, right? Like, hey, the Lavan, Maskin. But this is, uh, this would be the, say, technically speaking, it would be Al Tzimitz of Gedilim. It's called Lavan, but it's Al Tzimitz of Gedilim. Okay, so uh, it's already... Okay, so let, now let's move into the Panemius. What is this, what is this telling us about the site of Tzitzis? Because now we're mamish being introduced to a new yisai that is mamish layered. It's not love and love and are, are two components of the mitzvah. There is a backdrop, and that backdrop of gedilim is that tzitzis have to be four strings on each side. And by the way, number four is not insignificant. Number four, you know what we're seeing over here is that like each corner is is it's four strings, but those four strings are sort of in two two layers to them. There's a four strings of gedilim, and then there's four strings of Love it in Tchelis. So let's understand. Uh, the Pasik says regarding the mitzvah tzitzis, we'll, we'll just move this move quickly. The mitzvah of tzitzis, it says in Pasik, you wear tzitzis, and Pasik says, Lamantisgru, Vasisem, es kol mitzvah Hashem. Right? Uh, I'm sorry, you look at the tzitzis, Uzchartim is called mitzvah Hashem, and you will remember all the mitzvahs of the Rabbanish Shalom. So there's something about, there's something about tzitzis that has a kayach to them. To make you remember all of mitzvahs. Right, so it's a famous thing, the, the gematrias and the number of knots and strings, it's taryag. Okay, so let's understand. The nature of the na- in 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 we're taught the following idea is that to forget something makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to forget something because when something's right in front of your face, okay, then I, I I'm, I'm conscious of it. But the, you know the essential the, thing that's called hishtalshlus, which means that things things have a way of of moving beyond its origin point. Things start somewhere, okay. And when you're at that point of beginning, okay, you're cognizant of your beginning. But then you move along, and now you're one step removed from that place. And now you're two steps removed from that place. And the farther you go from your origin point, automatically forgetfulness will set in. So, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is, let's say you're learning something. So at that moment, you remember what you're learning. It's not even remembering. It's like, it's, you're learning it. But then a day goes by. Okay, so now there's a distance of a day between you and that learning. So it's like getting a little bit hazy. Two days, three days, right? It gets very, very hazy. That's, that's how forgetfulness works. So forgetfulness is based on a principle, which is that things move with time and with, uh, you know, Life, you move away from where you started. That, that's that's the way it is. That's called Mesvarim in Chabad. That's called Seder Hishtalshlus. Hishtalshlus is like a chain. We have a chain. One one link of a chain is connected to the next link, and they're they're connected to each other. So every day is connected to the next day. So I can sort of I could retrace my steps back to the origin point. But Lamaisa, I'm, I'm far from it. So the bottom the bottom link is connected to the top link. You know, but it's uh, it's a mahalach to get back to it. That's where that's where shikha, That's where forgetfulness comes from. What's this inyan of mitzvahs of tzitzis that it carries with it the kaiyach of zikaron of to remember? How does memory work? There's a you know. 
So in, 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 in Chabad we're taught the following idea, is that while there is a process, a halacha that's called Seder Shtalshos, where things have a definitive origin point and things move from that origin point, there is also a phenomenon that's called Lamalami Seder Shtalshos. Lamalami Seder Shtalshos means that that origin point, there is a, there's an even deeper, there's an even deeper origin point that's not part of that chain. Like the first link, like we're like there, there is there is, you know, you have a chain. So what's the origin of that chain? The first link. So you're right. That first link is very far from the last link, and that that system, that's called the first link to the to the last link, that is that is subject to the phenomenon of forgetfulness. But there is something that's called an origin that's above even that first link. And what's above even that first link encompasses everything all at once. I'll give you a mashal. In Chabad, the, the Chabad Chassidus, the mashal is given is like this, is that anything that you do has an origin point. What's the origin point? Your thoughts, right? So if you, uh, you get up, you get up from your seat, obviously that action called standing up started somewhere. Where did it start from? So there's two places that it could start from. One place it starts from is your, is, your, is your normal cognitive thinking, which is, think to yourself, um, I don't want to be here right now anymore. And for me not to be here, I have to walk out of the room. Therefore, I'm going to stand. Okay, so I made that thought process. I mean, we do it very fast, you know, but that's pretty much the thought process. And so your brain then tells your feet, stand up, and you stand up and you walk away. You walk away. So that is a beginning that's called the brain, that's called the conscious thought, and that's the first link of the chain, and eventually the bottom link of the chain is your feet actually getting up, and that's the chain between your head and your feet. But then there's another type of getting up, which is you sit down on a chair and there's a pin in the chair, and then like, oh, you bounce up. That's an altogether different type of standing up. That was not something that was coming from a conscious thought of like, I don't want to be here right now. The only one, why don't I want to be here? Because there's a pin uh, on my chair. So it's hurting me right now. You know what I should do? I should probably get up. Let me get up. That's not how it works. There is a beginning within the human being. There's an origin of everything that you do, which is called seichel. And the seichel origin of things, that's already in the world of hishtalshlis. That's the world of, of constriction. And that's why when things start in the brain, Lavdafka, will you find the energy to do so at the end of the day? So let's say in my brain I say, I really don't want to be here right now. By the time that thought makes its way to my feet, my feet might say to my brain, you know what, I'm not feeling as passionate about, about it as, as, uh, as you are right now. So, but but it, when it starts off in the beginning, you're like you really believe it, you don't want to be here right now. But by the time it gets to your feet, you realize how much energy it takes. Maybe, you know, maybe it's not so bad to be here. You know, so all of a sudden... Shechacha sets in, forgetfulness sets in. You know what I'm saying? In the origin point, in the brain, it was like a, it was a, it was a real strong belief. I don't want to be here. But by the time that thought makes its way all the all the way down to my feet, then my feet don't feel as passionate about it as my brain, because the origin of that decision, of that inion of getting up out of my chair, was coming from an origin point that was already just a thought. But then there's the pain that you feel by the pin that's on your chair. That's triggering not a thought. That's triggering you. That's triggering something that's even deeper than your thoughts. That's triggering who you are, your essence, whatever. It's something that's deeper than just your thought. And that part of who you are is not subject to this system of, of, of chain reactions, of ishtalshlis, of beginnings that sort of wane and become lethargic as time goes on. It's bigger, it's a deeper origin point. The Pasuk says in Chumash, Bereshis Barlakim, that Hashem created the world in the beginning, right? The Vilna Gain said, Bereshis means Beis Reishis. There are two beginnings. There's always two beginnings to things. There's the beginning, whenever you see something, or wherever something happens, there's always two theoretical origins. There's the origin of Seichel, which is the, the system of Hishtalshlos, where things are very nice in the beginning, but they're subject to constriction. They're subject to forgetfulness. They're, they, by their very definition, the farther removed they are from the origin point, the less intense it is. And, less, and, and, and the more likely it is to disobey the origin point. But then there's another beginning, which is, forget, or, forget the chain reaction. 
there, there's the essence of, of, of who the person is. And that essence is much deeper. That essence is as equally existing in the brain as it equals exists in the, fe- in the feet. So when that trigger happens and you feel the pin, it's not that the brain then says, you know what, this is probably a bad idea to be sitting here right now. And the brain then communicates to legs, legs, you gotta get, this is not a mahalach. You got to get up. And the legs are like, you know what, I don't I have to get up now. It means like I'm telling you you have to get up. It's not good for you. And five minutes later you get up. That's not how it works. That etzim hanefesh, the essence of, the, of who the person is that feels that pain, that's usually triggered by pain, that, that essence is, is communicating evenly to the legs and the feet. It's all, and the head. It's all, it's, the etzma nefesh is encompassing the entire body. And it's not subject to this reaction of head, two feet. It's shava umash of katan it, it encompasses, the entire person is encompassed by that. And then in, 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 in one second, the same intensity that the brain would feel, the feet react to as well. It's not subject to this system of constriction. It's not subject to shecha, to forgetfulness. It's not subject to forgetfulness. Every it, 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 it's it, everything is remembered. Everything is as intense because everything is deeply attached to the, to its own origin. <clears throat> the mitzvah of tzitzis is was a chart. It was chart to remember all the mitzvahs. In other words, the mitzvah of tzitzis. Every mitzvah that we do, every mitzvah that we have, is connecting us to the rabbanu shalom. Yeah, but what level? of Rabbani Shalom are we trying to connect to. The name of Hashem, we know, whenever you say Hashem, Hashem's name is Yud Kivavke. But we know by Tachna, for example, the Pasuk says, Hashem, Hashem, Two names Yud Kivavke. Or I've mentioned this before from the Balatani, it says before Kriyas Yamsuf, or after Kriyas Yamsuf, that the Jewish people feared Hashem, Yud Kivavke, and they believed in Hashem. So effective Balatanya, one second, you fear Hashem means... That you mamish uh, experience him. So what does it mean you believe in him? To believe in something means that it's not so obvious. You're not going to fear him either. What's vayir amis Hashem, vayyamin Hashem? The answer is there are two levels of the Rabbanu Hashem's presence in the world. There's a level of Hashem's presence which is a, which is a presence in existence, a level of, of connection which is subject to forgetfulness. It's the first on that link so it's a level of Hashem's presence which is constricted, which already is, is already a, a, a just, uh, you know, so to speak, a, 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 a watered-down version of who God is, Kivyachal. And that watered-down version, that small constricted beginning, by the time it makes its way down to planet Earth, to the feet, the feet are like, you know what, not so interested anymore. But then that's, and that, that, the result of that is, a person living on planet Earth, knowing intellectually that there's a creator, but not really getting out of his chair because of it. So the brain tells him one thing, but the feet don't listen. But that's all because the level of attachment to Rabbanu Shalom, the Yudke Vavke that you recognize, is a Yudke Vavke that's, that's, that's just the beginning of that, of that chain. Now, on the other hand, there's a much deeper connection to Rabbanu, there's a much deeper presence of Hashem, which is in the world, which is deeper than that system of Heshtal Shalos, which is Shavu Mashavu which is above any limitation, that's an infinite light that encompasses all things all at once. Now, and that, from that perspective, from that name of Hashem, so to speak, that's bigger than even the chain system that at the same moment, is both in heaven and in earth, equally, and encompassing all things. So if we were to experience that, we would remember Hashem instantaneously. Our feet, like, like the Ovesak Hashem, right? That they, uh, you know, they would, they, they, they're naturally inclined to do mitzvahs without any level of forgetfulness. You know, the problem is that that level of Hashem's presence, you know, the, 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 the level of Hashem's presence that we are able to compute that we live with is a presence of Hashem that sort of fits within our construct. That's the chain side of Hashem's name. The Chiddush of Tzitz, and that's why there's a, there's a catch-22. So there's the, 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 the side of Hashem, Kiviochel, that is relatable enough to us that we can grasp and we can feel like we can hold on to. We can say, you know what? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I sense Hashem's presence. The problem is that's a side of Hashem that is so constricted 
that I might also forget him. So I'll know, I'll know about him, but it won't move my feet. But mitzat sheni, the side of Hashem that will for sure get my feet moving, is so big and so profound and so deep that I don't see him at all. So it's like a catch-22. The God that I'm aware of is a God that I can forget about. But the God that I, that I would never forget about is a God that I'm not aware of. Comes the mitzvah tzitzis and to give us this eitzah is that there are two yudke vavkes. There is every single mitzvah through the lens of tzitzis is an experience of what? Of both connecting you to a God that you're aware of. But that God that you're aware of is deeply attached to the side of him that you couldn't be aware of. This is why the mitzvah of tzitzis is of two parts. You have the talus that you wrap your body around and the strings that come off of it. So in, in a certain sense, you, can, you could perceive the mitzvah tzitzis in this context. The talus that, wraps, that you wrap your, your body around, that's a, that's a connection to the, to, to the hidden part of God, the God that's above that chain, the God that's comp- that, that is so deep that encompasses all of reality all at once, the God that was before creation, the God that's after creation, a God that's ani Hashem leishinisi, a God that's unchanged by anything, but so deep and so profound that we don't have any access to Him. That's why the talus, despite the fact that it represents this overwhelming presence of Hashem, it's not, it's, it's not a baggage shell kedusha. You can put it in the garbage if, uh, if it's worn out, technically. The meaning is to, be, to put it in, in Shemus, but al you don't have to. Right? Why? Because even though it represents Hashem's all-encompassing light, because it's such an all-encompassing light, I have no, I, I'm not aware of it, Bechlal. And then you have the strings. And what are the strings? Oh, the strings already means Hashem's light becoming more concentrated, less so intense, more relatable, a God that we can perceive, a God that we can pick up on, a God that we can learn about, a God that we can know. But the problem is, that God that we can know about, we could also forget about. Because by the time it makes its way down to our little brains, it's like, okay, you know what? Who cares about that God? So either it's a God that you don't know because he's too big, or a God that you know, but you could actually not care about him so much. Comes the mitzvah tzitzis and says, mm-hmm. The mitzvah of tzitzis is that even in those four strings, there's really four layered on top of four. There is a yud kevavke that you see, that's called lovin and tcheles. That's a God that you know. That's a God of the chain. That's a God that you can conceptualize, a God that you can uh, that you talk to, a God that you can relate to. But that God that you're relating to is also, the mitzvah tzitzis guarantees that what? That you're not going to forget about that God. Because behind the scenes of that Yud Kevavke is Gedilim, another four, which is an unseen four strings, conceptually. And it's a Yud Kevavke that's all-encompassing. And the Chiddush of tzitzis is, is that the same mitzvahs that you're doing, that although it's true, the mitzvahs that you're doing are connecting you to the known side of the Rabbani Shalom, but that known side of the Rabbani Shalom is also deeply attached to the unknown side of the Rabbani Shalom. And the sum total being that the God that you know is a God that you'll never forget. And that's the side, that's the mystery of the mitzvah tzitzis. Reisim say so the Chiddush of Tzitzis is every mitzvah, that, the, 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 again, as we always learn in Primus Atari, is that every mitzvah is included in every other mitzvah. The Tzitzis that, that's contained within every mitzvah is this Nakuda, is that every mitzvah is trying to connect you to a side of the Rabbani Shalom that you're able to understand, that you're able to connect to. But at the same time, to be fully appreciative of the fact that this God that you're connecting to is deeper than what you... Then your understanding of, of who it is that you're connecting to, to connect yourself to a presence that's bigger than you. And this is the, the, this is the side, really, of all of Yiddishkeit. The secret of all of Yiddishkeit is, like I, I mentioned, it was by Shal Shuddhas two weeks ago or so, that, I think it was, that but every bracha that you make is, Baruch Hashem, you're talking to the Rabbanu Shalom, and then you want the third person, Shakol Niyabit Varai. So well, I, I, who am I talking to? The answer is, you're talking to Rabbanu Shalom, but the Chiddush of a mitzvah is that that God that you're talking to is not as. Is, is that Yud Kevavke that you're addressing is connected to a Yud Kevavke that you don't know. A Yud Kevavke that's deeper than anything that you can conceive of. And therefore, the result of that is the God that you're fully aware of is a God that you'll never forget. The God that's always ever present in your mind's eye because it, it, it's at the same time uh, a God that you can relate to, but that God also is all-encompassing. And that's the Chiddush, that's the side of the Mitzvot Tzitzis. This is why for example, Chazal say the famous story with the, the Gemara that a guy was doing a big Avera, he's about to do a big Avera, he's getting undressed to do the Avera with this woman, and the tzitzah slapped him in the face. 
And because of that, uh, we'll remember. The Rabbanish Shloilam, if the Rabbanish Shloilam is only willing to be known in that system of the chain, that guy was on such a low chain, a low link, there's no way that, he, that the Rabbanish Shloilam's presence would, be, would, would appear to him, would have shaken him up. The only way that the, that the only side of the Rabbanu Shalom that, that is in that place is the, the Rabbanu Shalom that's bigger than all constriction to begin with. Yeah, but if he's bigger than all constriction, then this guy is not able to perceive it. The answer, that's the Chiddush HaTzitzis. The Chiddush is you can perceive a level of Rabbanu Shalom that's bigger than any, con, that, that, that's bigger than any limitation. Arkadekach, that you be in the lowest level, and Afalpikah, and you'll remember the Rabbanu Shalom. That's the Poliyotzi HaTzitzis. That's how amazing it is. And that's all from this side, is that it's four strings. Four is Yudke Vavke. But there's four behind the, behind the four. There's four Yudke Vavke, which means Lavan and Tcheles. That's the Rabbanu Shalom in his, known, in his known way. But behind that, there's Gedil and Tassilcha, which is another four strings conceptually. Not Lemaisi, you're not, you're not wearing, you know, it's not uh, literally four and four. But that's the point. It's integrated. There's four Gedilim and four Lavan and Tcheles, which is Havai, Havaya, a God that you, a God that you can be aware of and you can see, so to speak. Vayaminu Ba'ashem, there's a Yudke Vavke that's connected to a Yudke Vavke that you could only have a Muna in and he could only uh, uh, be in a spell from even with Yudta HaTachtayin. That's the Chiddush HaTzitzis and no matter how low a Jew goes, the Rabbani Shalom is there. Not only is he there, and you can pick up on him. That's the Chiddush HaTzitzis. Should we to fill the mitzvah properly? All right, Shkaych.